for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 75 mm-hmm. of That's a Shame. I think yep. 75 actually more of a milestone than 70. 70 is like. No one gives I guess really so. gives a fuck. But yeah. 75, that's three quarters of a century. 70 is just a bit abstract. It's like floating in the middle of 50 and 100, whereas 75, that's definitive. Bang in the middle. Slap bang, may I say. That's three times 25. That's beautiful, isn't it's three it? Three times is... your age. Wow, don't out me as a 25 year old. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm 19 on my spotlight. <laughs> it doesn't. Can actually. play 16 to 43. <laughs> I can shave, I can. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Declan. I'm not. Are you not? Who are you? I'm Isaac. Oh, yes, that explains the that of the logo. Two. Uh-huh. Well, that's why, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought might as well have both the names on there. Yeah. Yes. Well, what a show it's going to be. Hell of a... We should get that out early. Yeah. It's our last show in the same country together. Not forever, but for now. For now, yeah. Because we're... Well, tell people what's going on. I'm going to Budapest. Yo! I know nothing about that place. Nope. Go on, tell us some facts. Why are you going there? Uh, it's my joint birthday and Christmas present for my girlfriend. Uh huh. How long are you going? She's for? sending me out there. Just me. Oh, <laughs> Fancy a few days off. It's a gift for her as well. Oh. Um. What did you say? What's it like? What are you doing there? What's the plan? No idea. Going to do some culture. I believe that I am going to be are made you to do some culture. Going to hit the club. I might hit a club. <laughs> no, no, no. The oh, club. the club. I don't care about a club. I'm oh, about, just any you know, club. The, the club. Yeah, yeah, why not? Or the club. Uh, as we would say. Dun, I, dun, I think you only said that on the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're, when you're en route. Yeah. So two. that's on the cards as well. Budapest, famously, is the city of... You remember? It's the city of... Oh, the Buddha and Pest dreams. over the sides of that river. That, that, that is that was, what it means? Yeah, I think so. What is it? Bridges? What do you mean, what is it, Bridges? What, what do you mean? What is it, Bridges? <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, what is it? Is it Bridges? That's on a sightseeing tour of just Bridges. The Bridges and Madison yeah, County Ma- tour. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's still just, Bridges. It's just Bridges. Uh, what, what are we going to next? More Bridge. <laughs> yes, dear, more Bridges. What is it, Cliffs? <laughs> No cliffs next. In a way, but what's over the cliffs? What brings them together, as it were? Well, I think I speak for all of our audience, of whom I suppose I am a member, Mm. de facto member, when I say, have a great trip. Oh, thank you. No, I will try to. Yeah, and so we'll be recording on Sunday, probably, will we? I'll be trying to do that from my Airbnb. It's mental, isn't it? That's technology. So I imagine we'll be able to get some live, like, on-the-ground coverage of just what it's like to be be there in the heart of the city, feeling its hefty pulse, as yeah, they say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's their favourite phrase over there. Feel, come to Budapest, feel, <laughs> feel the hefty pulse. <laughs> no wonder you know nothing about it. <laughs> what? I thought that was all quite accurate, what I'd said so far. No, no. Because you wouldn't be getting, you, you wouldn't be going if it was all about pulse. Not if it was a hefty pulse, no. No. I guess, well... Would you, what would you do if, like, someone invited you to their hometown uh-huh. and you, you know, you're on the bus going in and you think, wow, this Hartford. is... Hartford. This is all quite nice. This mm-hmm. is this is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we're, can see where this is we're going. The, ar- the answer is I wouldn't we're, be going. We're taking the arterial road in. Uh. Yeah. And then you, you get off and they're like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah this is technically the, the town over. We're just across this, this bridge. Nice callback. Yeah. And uh, and you go over, and as you get there, you just hear a kind of... 
and you go, sorry, were you coughing? And they go, me? Did I think me? that was a cough? No. Well, you were hoping. Right. You're kind okay, of clutching. And then as you're going, you can kind of feel it beneath your feet as you walk. Mm-hmm. Do you know that's a bit like what ostriches sound like? They can make that kind of noise. What do you mean? They make that exact noise, like a war drum. Really? I think it's ostriches. Did I meet them in Australia? Maybe it was know. emus. They're a bird, aren't they? They are a bird. Yeah, I think it was emus. You're right. I think of it again. Are you sure you're not just making stuff no, up? No, no. There on I was. The there I was in Australia. Emus. Yeah, they do. They walk around the wildlife park going <laughs> like that, like a big heart bird. A big heart bird. And they can come at you whenever they need. I think that's what emu means in the original. It is. Yeah. Don't know what the it original, was. <laughs> the OG language. The OG emu. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. What's this going to? And what I'm saying heart. is, no, no. The whole city just has a literal hefty pulse right well how long could you stay i just i would need to investigate it first obviously i'd put my noise cancelling headphones on because they have a mode where you hold the button down and it listens to the sound around you for like 10 seconds then it cancels that all out so if there was a repetitive right but like i said you can like feel it well i wouldn't be walking anywhere on the ground would you be i'd probably be very high up on a lot of pillows like much like the microphone that we use today yeah um, but I think my investigative journalist, you know, at heart, that's kind of where I, yeah. I see myself. Yeah. It's the uh, the company I keep, at least, intellectually speaking. Mm, yeah, I'd want to get exactly. to the bottom of the heart, you could say, Oh-ho. of what was going on the in this matter. big palsy town. Because that's a, that's a scoop. What if no, no one would no tell one. you get those kind of like, people would, would like turn away. the pub and they all go silent. Yeah. And and you finally get someone to talk, and they're constantly looking over their shoulder, and well, and you 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 can't. They, you seem to be getting on. There's a bit of a rapport. You think they're really going to spill the beans on this whole thing, and then suddenly they just like, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I can't. Go. And then the next day you call them, and and their phone doesn't answer, and so you're like, oh, fine, I'll, I'll just right. go around to his hotel room, and you open it up. What's wrong with them? Just they've been kicked to death by an emu. Oh fuck! <laughs> well, that's. I mean, the thing about that ruse. Normally that trope in films when like, say, Hot Fuzz parodies it of yeah. a town that closes in on itself and won't reveal a secret. Normally the secret is like who the murderer is, which is something you can hide. Whereas if there is, if I'm having a conversation with someone about a pulsing noise that we can both hear and feel the effects yeah. of, I think that's going to be hard no, but, for them to break. No, no, but it's not that they don't, it's not that they deny that it's there. Right. It's that no one will tell you what it is. Uh, I don't know. I think you'd be able to just hold their face to the ground until they really got on board with they're, the like, they're used the to it. That they happens a lot. It. They love it. They can't get enough. Do they that's move actually, there especially that's for actually the noise? a game they play there as children called Tumble face Down Pulse. Pulse Boy. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Have you been missing out? <laughs> I got that on the PS4. It's a big Jackbox. Have you seen Jackbox 5's in it? It's going to be coming straight to us yeah, for probably 70 quid. <laughs> Look, this is all nonsense. I can't remember why you made us talk about it. So just, I forgive you, but don't do it again. Okay. Okay, on my it show. It was your... No, no one remembers. What no one was. remembers. Well, they don't need to. They can just rewind. So you're off to Budapest. Yeah. Cool. What's it like? Great big hefty pulse of a place. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is all nonsense. I've got some content. You've got some content. We've Between both got us, content. Overprepared. Imagine. Um, where where to start there? That's I think, the question. I think... We'll introduce it as a general theme. Okay, go on. Why don't you do a little spiel? Ever since man had control of the printing press, and even prior to, words 
have been a stalwart of society, the written word in particular. Mm. So what we hear, that's a shame wonder is, should its use be limited? Right. Should everyone have the same access to words? To word. Because most people yep. really seem to waste them. Yes. At best. Yeah, and really, <clears throat> like, I believe the saying is, screw the pooch. At worst, <laughs> itself an unfortunate <clears throat> collaboration. Yeah, whoever of sounds and whoever created characters. the phrase, whichever. The let's be honest, dog fucker <laughs> thought, oh god, what have I done? I've really, oh, there's no term for this. Well, well I've really fucked my dog on this one. No, <laughs> and someone was like, I tell me, what do you mean? Can't get that past the censors. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the use of the rather than my is the best concession to like cover it up. What do you yeah. mean you screwed the pooch? You don't mean you fucked your... No! I didn't say screwed my pooch. Please, have some decency. You've so, reminded me with your dog fucker thing that we were playing... Uh, um, let's not call it that. Well, it was the, your... The dog your, your, thing. I don't your have a dog. dog sex analogy. Yeah. Um, Exploration. We were playing uh, the fibbage oh, yeah. all about you. The fibbage. Turns out they're all... No. Oh, God. No, well, one of them about my girlfriend was... Uh, they had to say which cartoon character mm-hmm. they, like, find most attractive. Okay. So Make she, she put it in. Well, it wasn't for, uh, for my okay. girlfriend. That's so she incorrect. put that in. And then we had to submit who we thought others might guess it was. Mm-hmm. And I got everyone's votes by playing Top Cat. <laughs> The sexiest cat. <laughs> everyone, everyone just thought, yep, yep, second girlfriend. S- fucking loves <laughs> Top Cat. She's watching those Halifax adverts just on like, repeat. <laughs> absolutely sweating. Slathering. Yeah. Dreadful. Okay, well. It turned out it was, I wasn't that wrong with my joke. It was. Clifford uh, the Big Red Dog. Quote, that one sexy lion from The Lion King 2. Which one? Don't know. Kovu, the Probably, main lion. yeah. With the scar, but he's not evil. Probably, yeah. The one that they sing the song about, Deception. Is he the hot one? Uh, well... To your mind? To my mind, no. He's oh, not who would you... Lines. Which is the best one? Yeah, hottest. Um, hmm. Does it have to be male? Are we saying lion or no. lioness? Because obviously Nala in the first one. Well, we're not talking about the first one, but right. thanks for that knowledge anyway. <laughs> okay, the second one. What about, you know, the head villain in the second one, who's like Scar's cousin? I don't think they ever really go into the precise familial connection. She's like some skanky, like, bitten apart, <laughs> like, Kovu, get over here, you fucking lying dick. Not her. It was some, like, real anti-single mother propaganda, it is. that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it actually yeah. is, yeah. It's like she's fucked up, and not only that, she's, like, manipulating her son into getting in bed with Simba. Not Excuse that me? Way. That's Lion King 3. You can't say that after today's <laughs> somewhat... He's fucked the lion on that one. I like Lion King 2, though. I would recommend anyone who hasn't seen it picks it up. Better than you'd think for a direct-to-video sequel. Yeah. It's better than Jafar's toothpick, whatever the third fucking Aladdin is. <laughs> That's the family guy, Jake. Is it Jafar... Aladdin for Jafar goes for an eye test. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. So we've got in to refer back to the overarching yeah, theme of poor writing. Badness words. We'll call it badness. Badness words. words. Yeah. When people's hands do the badness from the pen onto the paper or onto with the, the finger board. onto the space TV. Yep, the big space TV of which I have two here. 
not to show off. That's just a fact. That's just that's and the case. I don't case. want you guys to get angry or jealous. Right. You can have three if you want. Declan will sort that out for you. Yeah, Budapest hefty pulse, cheap monitors. Yeah, there is. I'll just carry them back in my. Customers love it when you do things like that. <laughs> you want to really, especially in this time of, you know, tension between the EU and Britain, just push those customs mm, agents definitely. to see if they're doing their job. Yeah. If you want to bring some of my Huel across gotta, the border. You've got to test some loyalties. Yeah. Just get some little powder, see what they say. Um, with regards to the theme, we've collected a last minute, let's be honest, but I think Indeed. ultimately effective um, array of instances in which language is being not only abused, but to some extent just broken at its yeah. very core. It's very purpose as I think a of it, conveyance of meaning is, is falling apart. I think of it as a betrayal. A betrayal of, of who? Of language. Of language itself. Yeah. Interesting. So who then for you is the betrayer of the week? Uh, for me, it's Sean Penn. Scene Penn. Yeah. Cian yeah. Penn. CM Penn. Exactly. What are your thoughts about Sean outside of that? Um, well, he's, he's a, a bit of a bastard, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Who um, he used to be married to? Robin Wright. Right. And wasn't he really abusive to her? Apparently, yeah. Yep. That's, so that's a shame. Yeah. Um, I, I always presumed he was a good actor. He is very good at that, um, playing that man in I Am Sam who's got uh, learning difficulties. Mm-hmm. That's good. He was all right in a film called Mystic River, I once saw. Oh, I've seen that, I think. Yeah. Can't remember anything about it. It's about ghosts. his daughter gets killed. Oh, not ghosts. And everyone thinks it's Tim Robbins. Uh, the, the actor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a weird conclusion. Do you think because he gets he, a lot of calls? Because he'd never been to the town before and he just turns up covered in blood <laughs> the same day she dies. Poor Tim. And what about... Um, that film Milk, where he plays Milk. Harvey Milk. Yeah. Harvey Milk, not No, he plays dairy. just Milk. Yeah, it's really quite impressive. <clears throat> so was so, the gay senator who was... Something like that. Shot. I have not seen it myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> Great trailer. Good thing to be Love speculating it. about, though. <laughs> so what we're saying is that he's, he's respected in terms of his body of work. I think most people are open to the fact that anyone who for whom there is evidence of having abused their partner is obviously a cunt yeah but other than that he seems to be like a respected artist we should talk one day about that um art where like where you draw the line in disliking people's art based on them because uh you know in these times it's a particular issue i know for, oh very much for so. you because one of your favorite uh artists of course was outed recently as yeah. a real problem man tell yeah. people about your relationship with gary glitter well, his wasn't so much a recent oh, thing. He's kind of been wrong. I got the wrong known person. for decades Rolf. now as a... Oh, Rolf. Was it Rolf and the Wobbles? No, it, well, I, I thought you were referring to Kevin. I was, I was yeah. to be honest. Mr. Spacey. It turns Actual out... fave film. American Beauty. Yeah. Well, it's not my favourite film. Anymore. No. Well, I mean, it <laughs> hadn't been for a while, but... I, it's one of your tops. Oh, absolutely. Love Literally, you've got a t-shirt of it. Indeed. How's which that I going for you? I can't wear in public anymore. <laughs> wow. That's a strictly indoors only t-shirt. <laughs> Don't be doing that sort of crime indoors. Mm, I'm going to take loads of pictures of it on you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a multi-layered threat. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's a sh- I mean, it's still a very good film. Yeah. In fact, perhaps more relevant than ever. <laughs> I guess it Given sort of the surrounding life. context. But it turns out he wanted to touch kids, you yeah, see, which is, you know, 
it's the problem, isn't it's it? It's definitely one of the big problems of all time. Yeah, because... The thing you about know, kids is they just don't know anything. They're just little people without brains yet. No. That's how I understand it. <laughs> and how is and the babysitting going? shout tutoring into them until their brain grows like one of those crystals. Yeah. And until that point, no one's allowed to even look at them. No, because they don't um, know what they're doing. Yeah. So it is problematic when these things happen. Mm. I still enjoy the film. It just, it, I, I find it, I find, I don't find the film tinged at all. All my enjoyment of it. What I do find tinged in these situations is anything where they are indeed themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't now, with the same vigor, watch that um, video of him doing impressions, impressions which on, he is very good at. On what's it called? Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. It's one not. Of them. It's neither. It's um, the one with James Lipton inside the actor's oh, studio. Oh, no, that one. No, that one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like there, I can't because you're like. Yeah, oh. you you're doing this, and you're you're lapping it up, and that and that's all in good. And they're good impressions of, of like young impressionable yeah. movie actors. But you know that you try to touch a that kid guy from Rent. <laughs> yeah, when he was about fifteen, fourteen. I thought it was dreadful. Mm. Get him off. I mean, I guess he is off. Yeah, no, out of House of Cards, isn't he? Yeah. What on earth are they going to do about that? I don't know. Imagine being just, a showrunner of that. It's you just, just be like, what, what is that? It's just Robin Wright looking around an empty room. Just it's just her looking for Frank. Like, <laughs> Turn into a big Frank. detective show. <laughs> Frank! What? It must be a very odd position to be in mm. as a, someone who's like creating fictional worlds for the real world to come tumbling into it that intensely. Yeah. Like, well, well, and, and that publicly because it, 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 it's not as if you're a smaller show yeah. who could kind of get away with it. Maybe not everyone who's a fan has heard. Everyone who has a Netflix world. account yeah. has I heard of this. I think Netflix put up as a banner. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> guess what? Guess who's not in the next season of... So it's going to be such a conspicuous absence. Mm. What's the first episode? Like, how do you make that transition? Is he dead? Because none of the other characters... This is like a bit niche if you haven't watched House of Cards but the first few seasons are very good so mm. have a watch but none of the other characters do the main thing of House of Cards of speaking to the audience the fourth wall, yeah. yeah so it's just a normal show now like they've lost the hook imagine if the, the first episode without him is just Robin Wright going hey <laughs> so <laughs> you'll never guess what here we are the president's he's gone only wrong. gone fallen into the sea <laughs> There's no way. Of I think that him would back. be my approach if I were the showrunner. I would do something so like I'd, ludicrous. I'd, I'd have it so that he was like he'd been arrested for exactly the same crime oh. as Kevin Spacey. Just like yeah, turns out the president's a lot of news trying footage. to touch kids, oh. trying to touch kids. So we had to had yeah. to de-president him. Don't worry yeah. about any of the fallout in the political sphere. Uh, this is now Robin Wright's. Great American baker. <laughs> <laughs> she she was good though as a character. They could just make her president, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's probably what they will do. Is it? Yeah, I think she was vice president. Really, I didn't get in, that far. Spoilers. In series four, wow. maybe. Good. But I can't it? remember if she actually was or if she just wanted. To she be. was very good in that series. Very yeah. intense, spooky. Good. Good luck to her then. <laughs> Which brings us back to yeah. Sean Penn. Yeah. So um, what he's done, other than the crimes we've already accused him of. He's gone and written a novel. Yeah. Um, and just really to give us uh, a like a big warning sign. Oh, okay. It's basically, it, this is like, you know, the IRA. Oh yeah, I know them. You know when they used to do a bomb? Yes. Oh, the, the big explosion bombs. They'd ring up 
Uh-huh. And they'd be like, we're going to do a bomb. Uh-huh. So like move out the way. Here's where it's going to be. Mm. And you'd be like, that's pretty bad, but cheers. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> I'm, I d- look, I'm not, no, I don't want to say thank. I'm not pleased with you. I'm not, it's not, I'm not condoning it. Thanks I'm just for saying. telling us, but don't be doing that ever yeah. again. But they did. Mm. And they, yeah, they kept, they kept, kept calling for a bit. Um, well, basically, Sean Penn's novel is The Bomb. Right. He being the IRA. Okay. Sean Penn's in the IRA. Is and the exclusive title of his novel is like the phone call. Okay. To let us know just the sort of nail bomb of words that's coming at us. Good. It's called Bob Honey Who Just Do Stuff. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't mean anything, I'm afraid. No. Bob Honey is the main character. Yeah. And he who just do stuff. Bob Honey, colon, who just no. do stuff? Bob Honey, who just do stuff. What? Go who on. just do stuff. Tell me, I, I need to know about this now, because I didn't know that in advance. Don't know. No, you, I'm not having that. I no, need to find No, something. literally, I don't. That's it. How that's can the title. It, how can that be the case? That's it. What do you mean? Well, well that's what he wrote it? on the front how when he handed it, it in. <laughs> that's um, just a... A piss take, surely. <clears throat> so this um, article that I've got uh, found from Vulture mm-hmm. um, says, Meet Bob Honey, the star of Sean Penn's debut novel, Bob Honey, who just do stuff. And then we've got a quote that sums him up. And boy, is it a quote from page 119. America, it seems to Bob, is no longer that beautiful girl who birthed him. But instead, <laughs> but instead, the ghost of a girl... He'd never known. Wow. <laughs> How would you even recognise such an abstract concept? Not only just, abstract in terms of like form, one... <laughs> but in terms of relation. He just woke up one day and he went, God, Fuck, it's not I'll like tell my you what, sexy what, mum. That, that sexy me. womb I fell out of, it's more like some sort of spectre of someone not I didn't even know. know. Yeah, that's very poor. Yeah. It's what I like about it is that it reveals you can see what he was going for. It's just that if you'd thought about that line for one minute, you'd realise, oh no, wait, the first one of these implies that you wanted to fuck your mum. And the second part doesn't make any sense. So the gestures there, but the execution really was lacking for me. How about you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what what uh, what more is there to say? It's it is something so profoundly wrong mm. in terms of every single facet of it mm-hmm. that it hasn't well apart from anything. i mean the sentiment i think we can all agree that america it it was that hot hot mum that birthed you and now it's like just a sort of that's some stranger st- ghost. ghost of a stranger yeah. yeah so i mean he's got no that well yeah no that the commentary is there is what i'm saying you um you wanted to know a little bit more about the title i certainly let's do. see if this um sheds light yeah, the novel follows its hero. That would be Bob Is Honey. Is that Bob Honey who who just do stuff? who just do stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, as he goes to the Middle East, right? Hey. Serves as a serial assassin of octogenarians. Okay. Ignites a black dildo, and hosts a sparsely attended block party. Okay. Somewhere in there is a diatribe that takes on Trump. Here's the only joke that semi-lands, says the article. <laughs> Bob Honey's nosy neighbour regularly encourages her dog to poop on his lawn. Right. 
that's that's it. Oh, that was that. That was the whole joke. Um, yeah, that is good actually. That was one that grows on you over time. Rather, yeah, than, it's not one that you get an immediate laugh for. It's like a retrospective appreciation, like looking at art in like a rearview mirror sort of vibe. <clears throat> Can't say it opened my eyes to much of the title. No, um, but I guess that's something that I'll have to or you'll have to read and then tell us about when you get the book. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'll be doing a reading just after Ready Player One oh, once I've finished. Um, so basically, these are, uh, this article breaks down some quotes mm-hmm. um, into various sections. So I'll, I'll read you the, the names of the sections. Okay. And you let me know which ones in particular you want to hear, because there's loads of quotes. Okay. Here. And I've also got some that uh, dear Toby King Toby Milestone's King. Toby Milestone's King. For our Milestone. For our Milestone 75th episode. Only five after the last Milestone. That's mental. um, That he sent through. So we got those to get through as well. So there's general self-righteousness. Yep. On women. Oh, that one. I want that one. On hashtag me too. (coughs) On Hillary. Oh, no. These are all a minefield. Alluding to Trump. Okay. On um, gun control. Right. On millennials. It's a bit sanctimonious sounding. Descriptions of a nameless black teenager Bob Honey had a crush on as a boy. Wow. On movies. Okay, I'd like to hear, I think, starting from on women, all of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On women. Getting older in America is tough on a woman. Seeing what she'll do to avoid it is tough on a man. Oh, you're right, Sean. <laughs> well, there can Sucks. be nothing better than doing business with an established firm, Bob often thought. The maintenance of femininity cannot be measured by masquerade, masculinization, or Marvel's man-made. Well, now, I, I don't know if you picked up on this. I've obviously been... You're not, I'm a bit older than you, so I've probably internalised this more. There was some alliteration at the end. Alliter- if you know, there's the alliteration. The, Sorry, I'm just having a look. The M's. So there was just been having in masquerade. Fe- Bob often thought that. No, no, no. Later, the maintenance of femininity. Really, uh, not clumsy. But oh, measured by masquerade, masculinization, yes. or Marvel's man-made. That was it. Oh, yeah. No, that is something. Now, what that you I'd suppose expect. the effect was? Um, well, I think the effect was to show off that he knew the letter M. Nice. <laughs> he knew it's going for the several Sesame words. Street yeah, exactly. Elmo's going to love it. Well, it's just that, isn't it? It's oh this... I'm going to fall off my bed. <laughs> Doing a little suicide oh, down the back. Didn't like that piece. No. Um, well, it, it, it's just the kind of uh, sentence or phrase that you write to show off. It's like the That example. you know what alliteration yeah. is. Yeah, he's like, guys... It's like a precocious student. Doing- I know... Yeah, I know I was an actor, mm-hmm. but I am a writer as well. Like <laughs> I think I, I know what alliteration so is. So let me boys, just prove it to you. With all these clumsy words. Well, with a, with a cumbersome... Masculinization. And a kind of cumbersome and, and really, at the end, when all said and done, mm. uh, meaningless. Yes. There's another M for you, Sean. <sighs> Lucky boy. <clears throat> some of them see us and some of them don't. But they all see our sins, don't you think? Wow. That's also on women. Okay. Oh, that's women. That's about women. Some of them don't see us. So it's talking no. about people who aren't looking. Maybe people, people in different countries. People with glaucoma. Yeah, I guess so. People who are just blinking when Sean cycles by. <sighs> that's always a shame, isn't it? When you just... Wow. It, you that blink split and you know second, Sean Penn's been there. Literally you can smell a, his ghost. Literally a blink and you'll miss it. Mm. Kind of, yeah. That's profound though, isn't it? Because what he's saying there is that there are two options and sometimes one or the other will happen. And that uh, kind of speaks to the human condition. 
Um, now, On Me Too, this one's a poem. Inside the book, he's done a poem. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, or I think, I don't know if he wrote this in the book, but I think it's f- supposedly as a very loose cover mm-hmm. from the perspective of his character. I think he remember at the time. Bob Honey. The who one who just, just do stuff. Who just do stuff, yeah. Um, there are no men nor women. Okay. Now that's an interesting start to like addressing the Me Too movement. Yeah, which was if if I remember, it was it was saying uh, someone said there aren't any men or women, and then everyone was like, "Oh, Me Too." They're yeah, like, Me Too. I agree. There aren't. Uh, me Too androgyny kind of that was it it wasn't about like our men are abusing women it wasn't about any kind of patriarchal power in patriarchal society yeah. it, it was more no, about nothing not much, nothing about assault or i i think that might have come into it later when people were like but right ultimately because people were angry that some people were saying there were men and women and yeah, others so were like, like oh, no there are, too, there's there neither are. me too there's none of that and that's what sean was i think tapping into. just do stuff that's yeah um there are no men nor women, only movements own the day until movements morphe to mayhem and militaries chip away. Wow. Whether North Korean missiles or marching Tehran's way. Oh. Where did God, all the laughs go? Places. Are you out there, Louis C.K.? Was <clears throat> The poem continues. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I don't know if you noticed there. No, go on. I probably didn't that, because well, just a, there was just a, a recurrence of that alliteration a, of a, M's. A, a, a what, sorry, a alliteration. Word. Actually, I believe with M's we call it murmuration. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um, the poem continues. Once crucial conversations kept us on our toes. Was it really in our interest to trample Charlie Rose? And what's with this me too, this infantilizing term of the day? Is this a toddler's crusade, reducing rape, slut shaming, and suffrage to reckless child's play? Wow, that was a, a platform really for accusation impunity. Long last line. Yeah. Well, I don't know why he, he goes on after reckless child's play. Well, because he's saying, and so the Me Too movement will continue. Oh. But because he's not completing the rhyme, he's saying, I don't want it to. It's open ending. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, that that's. Um, drivel i'd oh i think you weren't i've i'm just having a little think back in my head about all the bits of it and yeah do crucial conversation kept on our toes was it really in our interest to trample charlie rose you're checking that bit that yeah that bit's drivel give me the next bit just and what's with this me too oh the infantilizing term of the day of the day yeah no that is soup uh, that is i guess you could say it's quite patronising maybe and also maybe he's not um, the person in the position to kind of comment on, on it. Oh, you don't think that movement. as uh, I, this is I'm talking about Bob Rich. Oh, oh yeah Sean Bob Penn not Sean above sorry. criticism sorry as if <laughs> as if we'd have a go I know I know but, but, well because and Sean Penn he wouldn't he wouldn't have the gall to say this having been an outed abuse no abuse well, I mean, himself, because people would be like well you're not really coming from a place of uh have a great track record yourself no Sean. maybe sit sit out of this one yeah come up come back for like the next debate that we have as a society there'll be something about syria soon i'm yeah, sure or, or maybe like oh ooh, hollywood you might have something to say on that sean yeah he's just not this bit there. of it for now no but that's why the bob rose character bob honey i mean i think has <sighs> sidelined that skirts around the issue bob honey 
has something to say about Hillary Clinton on page 150. I bet he does. Not charismatic enough for you folks. Too shrill. Too hawkish. Uh-huh. That's all. That's... No, no. <laughs> I was just nodding. Oh, right. Isn't it true that you never wanted qualifications? You wanted a star. You wanted to be charmed, seduced, entertained. Mm. It's his argument, therefore, that we were seduced by Trump. Oh, yeah. Famously seductive yeah. rapist. <laughs> yeah, him. that's him. Um, was she the worst possible candidate? Or are you the most arrogant, ill, and unqualified electorate in the history of the Western world? Imagine being accused of being an unqualified electorate. <laughs> yes, that does The seem entire to point being... <laughs> overlook a few problematic voting rights yeah. movements. Um, for sure. It, so it feels like he was a bit annoyed that we voted for Trump. I got, yeah, it was quite subtle, but towards the end it sort of crystallised into what I think it, was... Uh, it didn't necessarily address any of the very genuine concerns about Hillary Clinton's premise. Well, no, it did actually, because it said you think oh, the hawkishness. hawkish. And then he didn't so much offer a counterpoint as like barrel through it. Oh, Implying yeah. Implying like, oh, it's not worth my time. No. I've got other stuff to do other people to offend. Yeah, he's got he's got to talk about Trump. Interesting that directly. he hates the Me Too movement and mm-hmm. thinks that it's infantilizing, the infantilizing term of the day, as he put it. it yeah. So memorably uh, for me. Interesting that he hates that, but that he's supporting Hillary Clinton because often it seemed like a lot of the opposition to the Me Too movement came from either... Uh, you know, the far right. Yeah. Or from people who have a public track record of abusing women. And we, do we know that Sean, does he fall into either of those categories? Because he's not far right, I don't think. No. Um, so I guess it's a mystery is what I'm saying. Yeah. Where could that have come from? I don't know. The kind of, I know it's only, I know it was only a binary choice you gave me. Mm. And one of the options was closed off. Yeah. I'm still having a bit of trouble. With the other one. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, who are we to say? Yeah, it's not our place. I mean, because he wouldn't be being place. cast in stuff. Like, surely he wouldn't no, have a no, voice no, no. like Chris Brown sort of figure if if he publicly... Yeah, because Chris Brown, he hasn't been able to do any, no, he hasn't worked anything for... since... Oh. Oh. And like Roman Polanski, people don't still defend him. Oh. No. Or will he out... Oh, fuck. <sighs> Hang on a minute. Are we on to something? Nah. It's just a breaking news. No, stop Breaking that. shame news. It's not the world that's wrong. It's alluding to Trump. Mm-hmm. The bloated... Can I just say, blo- I'm certain, alluding is going to be far too generous in its subtlety. Oh, definitely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the bloated blonde high priest and the pavanine of branding. <sighs> the masturbatory populist who's become a media sensation and then some during his candid- candidacy for king makes... Candidacy for King is a lovely idea. Sorry. The masturbatory populist who's become a media sensation and then some during his candidacy for King, making despots sing and helping the retro party. So inviting of the stupid (laughs) to conscript the even stupider. Ooh, good one. Now, zing. The feels to me. Like you want tickets to the retro party? Well, oh well, definitely. First there. of all, I think it's in Budapest. I'll invite you on Facebook. <laughs> um, but there seems to be a slight irony to Sean Penn's uh, lambasting of the ill-informed, unqualified, what? and uh, what's the word that he uses? Oh yes, even stupider 
uh-huh. masses. Mm-hmm. And whilst I don't deny that there are probably people out there who fit that description, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't necessarily himself seem to be hugely well-informed. Oh, what gives you that idea, though? Because he, no, he knows all these words. Oh, he's got a lot of words. And he knows alliteration. Sean Penn's got the best thesaurus going. Well, it's up there. And he knows sort of how to use it. I don't know about thesaurus, though. I think he probably does know some of these words just off the top of his head. No. I think he's read, you know, at least a number of books. So maybe I've underestimated him then. I think you you underestimate him at your peril. And I mean, of course, this is, uh, this is all Bob Honey. Oh, this well, isn't Sean Yeah, no, because when we're saying Sean Penn, we mean the character that he's created that's so it, far removed from him. Exactly. Because no, for Sean, we, this, this book was an exercise in like, oh, cast your imagination off, just see what happens. Yeah, and once again, course. once again, we we don't we don't want to uh, fall into that, you know, um, A-level English trap of assuming mm, that, that a first-person protagonist yeah. must be representative of their author's yeah. views. Like every main character in a Sondheim show is Sondheim. Look, they're just not. No. They're just not. Some of them are Maria. Japanese. Right, Maria. That's Come not on. him. He's not some kind of Latin American not woman. What you're saying is that there is a significant disjunct between the two. Yeah, ideologically. No, wait, no. Oh, right. No, I'm saying the opposite. That they're sorry. I know that I just did a, one and the a rant on the yeah intermeshed. Yeah, the Bob Honey is the is that most transparent cloak oh. with which to attempt to hide his own misguided views many american people in pain and rage elected you many russians did too there's that (laughs) illusion that's so good because you know there's the that's actually based on a news story that the russians could have had something to do with the election yeah that's not just a funny lie no he didn't just that isn't some kind of like pandering to cold war vibes that's that's he he saw that on the cnn like he'll have heard of bob he won't know like no one knows his surname bob something like that special yeah like investigating some you know when there's like money and they pass it off from russia into the election into the election and wikileaks they just throw those notes in wikileaks she had them on the private server those emails so straight on there about assange bob honey finger on the pulse your position is an asterisk accepted as literally as your alternative facts oh hello Though the office will remain real, you never were, nor will be. He won't be real. No. That seems like a big, big bit of denial of reality. Now, I'm going to say I'm a little bit disappointed in Sean. Uh, Go on. Um, Well, no, I I don't want to be his harshest critic. No, Um, because I imagine he's his own harshest critic. Yes, definitely. You can tell that comes across. Yeah. Um, But. Uh, what's coming up is a little bit crude from 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 well, Bob, from Bob. Yeah. it is from Bob but you, you know that that Sean had to write that had to put those words into his mouth yeah um, and where exercise. the the rest of his invective has been really uh, well informed uh-huh. precise um quite specific relevant mm. both culturally and politically mm-hmm. this this feels like a bit of a below the belt literally kind of jab oh really um, I can see where we're going with this. Mm. A million women so dwarfed your penis edency. Uh, has he? No, you know? no, 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 no. Just wait, <laughs> let me. Let me. No, no, because no. I can see that your penis. Ed- so it's the word penis. penis. 
Ah, uh, no, 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 no. But he's... Has he, he put it with the word present? He's created a portmanteau. Fuck. Out of, let me just check again, the word penis. <laughs> That's as right. As in a man's genitals. That's, yeah. And he's put that with president. Yeah, because... See? Yeah, be- I, I assume Fuck. because of all of the sexual misconduct allegations. And he was a big supporter of those. <sighs> Allegations, wasn't he? Bob Hope. Uh, Bob not, Hope, not Bob Hope, Bob Honey. That's not a, a word, he, though, is it? Oh, but, hang on a second. No, wait, no, he didn't like the meat. He didn't like those allegations. No, but, no. But, they, but they happen nonetheless, you know. Once they're out there, you might as well use them. Yeah. Um, and also because quite a male-dominated staff, uh-huh. I suppose. I'm just Pe- Yeah, so a million this. women so dwarfed your penis Edency oh on the God. streets of that's, Washington and around the world outlandish. on the day of your piddly inauguration. Unprecedented. Is brackets. he allowed to just do that? Just take two two words and smash them that's, together to make That's up. what Shakespeare did. Fuck. And, and he's our new, yeah. our new Shakespeare. Shakespeare gave us Moonbeam. And he's given us penis edency. Penis edency. Wow. Sean, we can only thank you at this stage. Just a little bit further down that same page... Tweet me, bitch, I dare you, he says. To who? Bob Honey said that? Bob Honey says that. Sean, Sean, Bob Honey Pen. Yeah. Tweet me, bitch, I dare you. Just do stuff. What, based on what we've read of this book, could it possibly be about? Didn't you hear it about burning a dildo? Well, I got that bit, but <laughs> I'm not killing seeing, the old. I'm not seeing how any of it is so much prose as, like, just shouting. It sounds like if you recorded, like, under the archways at the South Bank at 3am... People who were just like drunk off their head, wandering around, shouting vague political thoughts. Yeah. But to balance that off, no one under the South Bank at 3am is coming up with penis sentences. No, exactly. That's a clear-headed wordsmith. Yeah. And I guess that's the balance that he's finding, isn't it, between this messy, all-over-the-place, meaningless, uh, poor opinions, and then oh, wait, hang on. coming poor, up with some powerful words. Poor just I, I from, oh, from, from your me, perspective, from me, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's like, fair. We're all different, yeah, it's fine, isn't and it? And we can get along, you know, like that's you know, no one likes it better than you know, like when there's a Tory who's friends with a yeah. Labour supporter, oh, it's mental, and they're like, oh, it? we're besties, it's good because you know that they mean it, yeah, exactly. That's on millennials, maybe, yeah, who he's got to, to say, yeah. An age to. group so lost to letters and steeped in transactional sex, it seemed of them that they distinguished little between an active go- or an active orgasm and an acted one. Oh! You see? That's good. Whereas Sean Penn, as... A, a, an act... An actor. An actor. Yeah. And someone who... What was his thoughts on me? Too? I keep forgetting. I think... No, I think on. he loved... I think he was saying, I support women having a voice because they're Infantilizing term of the day. Oh, uh, sorry. Was that... Was that what Bob Honey said there? Oh, yeah, well, yeah. I, I've got to distinguish. We're sorry, we've done this again. We've, we've done it again. the distinction because Sean, he's a subtle guy. I mean, he's going to yeah. have nuanced thoughts. Or yeah. he wouldn't have written something as obviously <clears throat> para... Like paradoxical, really, as the Bob Honey character. No, no. Um, so quickly might Annie come that he'd be tr- uh, he'd try thinking of chocolate bananas, cotton candy, and chugging trains to ward off consciousness of her detachment and perhaps to delay his own ejaculation Can in hopes of making just, her just, just definitively pause, real and defiantly pause human. For a second, <sighs> what does that mean? Oh, I is, don't... It, is he suggesting that in order to prevent premature ejaculation, you should think of cotton candy and. Drinking 
trains. Drinking trains. Well, oh, well, I mean, what do you mean? Well, he said chugging trains. Then <laughs> <laughs> it means the same thing. It's a short downing trains. And yeah, an but age why? group. So hang on, let's read this thought again. Okay, because it was an complex. Age, yeah, an age group so lost to letters and steeped in transactional sex, it seemed of them, not to them, oh. of them. That they distinguished little between an active orgasm and an acted one. Yeah, so, so far, let's just recap. So he's saying that we don't write letters anymore. He's saying that the no. postal service, dead. We Gone. don't fucking use that. We've got Amazon. Email, Bitcoin. Come on. <laughs> um, and he's saying we all watch we're like, we're, we're not people of letters and words like Bob Honey. No. I wish. Yeah. But, I mean, I just didn't have the apparatus. No. Because that generation, what they did was they got all that free uni and then pulled up the ladder. <laughs> 50 grand of death. Kicked out the rungs one by vicious, God spiteful bless one. you, Bob Honey. Um, and then, so quickly might Annie come that he'd try thinking of chocolate bananas, cotton candy, and chugging about. trains to ward of consciousness of her detachment and perhaps to delay his own ejaculation in hopes of making hers definitively real. And defiantly human, mm. yet to no avail. Oh, he's caught me there because I thought that was going to be a positive thought, but takes it back. Pivots. Then, then look, um, sometimes, you know, um, the voice of your protagonist isn't perfect. You know, uh-huh. we all know about the unreliable narrator. Yeah, great um, trope. Often... You know, a first-person character brings their own prejudices mm. to the to their own narration, and and you can't really be certain that what they say is is true or even accurate. Mm. And so, sometimes, in order to um, make this clear, yeah. in order to show up the shortfalls of your protagonist, um, you introduce other characters, like a foil, yeah, who not even necessarily act as a specific or direct foil, but whose mere presence mm-hmm. as an alternative and whose uh, actions seem to contradict mm. the predictions or the uh, the principles mm-hmm. or the expectations yeah. of our protagonist. So what, what we've got here is um, Sean has put in this character, a millennial character, who oh, speaks these words okay. to, as a kind of counterpoint. So we've had like one side, other side. Yeah. It's like a debate in a book. That's what you're paying for. Exactly. So here's what the millennial character says. Go on. You think yourself a killer, but there's no one left to kill. Identity is life. The world has replaced its identity with electronics. Whoa. You, old man, if you don't mind me calling you that, are from a generation of self-love. Mm. Our only self is, well, selfies. Oh, <laughs> God. Sean Penn. Captain, no my captain. Fuck, that's profoundly stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got him there with the oh, old bait and I switch, did, didn't, didn't you? That. That's you, straight out of the Bob That's the kind book. of, yeah, that's, that's basically penis yeah. but for the millennial generation of selfies. Oh, my God. What about that bit where he was like, old man, if I can call you that? That was good, wasn't it? Because mm. we, we speak like that. We're millennials and we're like... I'm always saying that to people. Hi, old man, if I can call you that. Want a <laughs> selfie? And they never say yes. What about, because of the tactful handling mm-hmm. Bob Honey has taken, or, or, well, that Sean Penn has taken in the guise For of this... Bob Honey, yeah. Bob Honey. Um, you know, he's taken a very even-handed approach 
to some pretty weighty, meaty Complex, topics. Very yeah. much so, yeah. The whole book seems to tackle these big, big topics. What about descriptions of a nameless black teenager Bobby Bob Honey had a crush on as a boy? Well, I can only imagine it's going to be, here are some buzzwords for you. Sensitive. Yep. Uh, nuanced. We come back to that. Humanising. Yeah. What's the opposite uh, of othering? Because it's going to be that. Yeah. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Whatever it is. I'd bet my bottom dollar. Yeah. Um, and I, I know it's... Look, I think the folks at Vulture are a bit cynical. Right. What with this putting in the in the subheading descriptions of a nameless uh-huh. black teenager as if you know to not provide them with a name might somehow yeah, imply strip them of identity some and kind of uh, blanket statement that could be applied to any and all you think he's like i mean the vulture could be saying that he's like objectifying other races yeah in terms of like when broad it could just as easily be that he's satirizing that very attitude that's so he's playing them it could be yeah yes yeah, yeah. Wow. he's sat home reading this laughing so what we need to do is tell vulture that they're being well let's have let's, let, let's, let's have a read first, yeah. you're right that beautiful black girl okay the one the neighbors had now branded a whore right he thought of her beauty and the lure of her chocolate legs standing at the trailer's screen door one way or another, he would fill old cowboy's boots. What? <laughs> what does I've, that mean? I have never ever heard Isaac make that noise. That? Isaac has never once before gone to speak and just <laughs> captured the sound in his own throat as it tried to escape. In a kind Read of- me that last sentence again, but try and like... Try and really help me out with it because I'm, I'm pulling a blank. The only clue that I can give you is that Cowboy yeah. has a capital C. Oh, well, um, One way or another, he would fill old Cowboy's boots. Is that a euphemism for I think it's, that's someone? what it is, yeah. But but why is it a euphemism? I, there are so I many questions. I don't want to know. Oh, well, to be fair, it was less broadly offensive than I thought it was going to be. I mean, obviously very poorly handled. It was branded a whore. Yeah, with chocolate Chocolate legs. with chocolate legs, but... Um, I mean, like, he, you know, he hasn't done well by any means. And in fact, you know, personal opinion, I think it's not very good at all. Yeah. But, but my main takeaway is utter confusion yeah, at but, that paragraph. I, look, okay, that was... Look, that was from page 13. That's early doors, okay, so right? introducing the complexity. So character. what about, you know... Oh, oh are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> what about if we skip ahead uh-huh. 88 pages, mm-hmm. okay, where we come back to this topic? Good. If only he were riding his red Schwinn, raining fire Don't on lies. rivers, riding work runs with cowboy and relishing with regret the chocolate brown legs of the black girl called a whore he'd never had an opportunity to love or explore. Oh. Like the heart, brain, liver, or kidneys, skin, too, is a vital organ. Well, yeah. That we are shamed for our love of skin is a bias toward brain minus organic kin that Bob was born to explore makes neither he nor teenage black chick Whore. Fucking (laughs) Sean has gone off the deep end. He's not only screwed that dog, but he's jumped that shark. He cut that dog into bits. Fed it to the shark. (laughs) And then fucked the shark. I mean, just 
if I if you read something back that you'd written, I don't care how like late in the night it was. You were following Hemingway's advice. You were fucked. It was four a.m. You're like typing away to try and get like ten thousand words a day done. Yeah. If the next day, the next decade, you came back and saw that you'd written The Love of Skin. And you didn't immediately obliterate the entire document. Well, what I don't like about what I don't like about this bit specifically uh, about that phrase is that he's attempted to pass the the blame on to all of us by calling it our love of skin. <laughs> exactly. Like, like sure, it's mine. Fuck off, mate. Don't get me I, in your big anything, club of skin. Like Dennis Reynolds <laughs> fucking peeling people left and right. Yeah. That's so horrid. Also, what about saying chocolate brown black in a row? Yep. That's, I mean, a the shame. Chocolate brown legs of the black girl yeah. called a whore. Also, why is it written like a beat poem? The whole thing seems to have that tone. Yeah. It well, seems to be like, like a shit one. Yeah, well, like I mean, one that and, fades in and out of... And we hate them anyway. So we're not beat all, poetry, but slam poems. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't... I can't deal with it anymore. I can't even maintain the... You know, the... I don't know if our listeners would have picked up, but we were not necessarily always providing a straight forward opinion. No. In that bit. I don't think I've got the energy to say anything other than i just hate it no no it's just yeah it's it's so bad well here it's so much worse than it needs to be yeah like if he'd just written the most like bland nothing that would be like oh sean penn tried a book it was a bit shit wasn't great this is like actively it's like what we were talking about well this with sam's film collaboration not only did he do none of the work he took away from it yeah this is doing that he detracted art politics Gender, race, <laughs> race. <laughs> just words, yeah. everything. Um, I, well, I, I was inspired to have a look for some more because, as I said, Toby King sent through uh-huh. some stuff about it. He sent through a review from the Times uh, that said, um, <clears throat> Bob Honey, who just do stuff, is the stupidest book I have read. The novel fails in just about every way it is possible for a novel to fail. It is boring, pompous, prejudiced, atrociously written, badly plotted, stupid, possibly racist, and (laughs) definitely sexist. I could go on. This is not fiction. This is anti-fiction. The book should be handed out on creative writing courses and students told to write books as unlike pens (laughs) as possible. It's Um, like the inverse of of text. But he sent through some of his own choice quotes, which I'll I'll rattle through. These are... Um, picked out not for the theming, but for the sheer drivel of the language. Um, it is, you know, that wonderful bit of Friends where Joey has to write the recommendation letter for Monica and Chandler for their adoption. Mm. Oh, yes. And he goes through and replaces every single word with an, a thesaurus. Yeah. So, you know, so he's like from the bottom of their full-sized aortic pumps. Yes. <laughs> um and signs it baby kangaroo triviani. <laughs> um, it, it everything has that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Hence, his life remains incessantly infused with her identity infidelity and her abhorrent ascensions to those constant salacious sessions of sexual solitaire she'd seen as self regard. Wow. Do you notice the uh, sibilance? It was subtle. the sibilance in 
No, I'm not saying. I think you're you going to have to have a second you, reading. Yeah, but I think you might have. Um, I could be. I think you're seeing you. what you want to see true, there. Yeah, true. that's the English tutor. Oh wait, did you mean all of the forced S's? Oh, oh yeah. No, sorry, forced. I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> subtle. I thought. Whenever he felt these collisions of incubus and succubus, he punched his way out of the proletariat with the purposeful inputting of covert codes, thereby drawing... Covert codes. As as opposed to explicit ones. That's so funny. It sounds like a series of unfortunate events parody. That's so bad. Um, Thereby drawing distraction through Scottsdale deployments, dodging the ambush of innocents astray, evading the uh, the Viscount Vogue of viagratic assaults on virtual vaginas, or worse, falling passively into prosaic... Past so he's times. seen V for Vendetta, and he's thought, and he thought, this is it. This is cut and paste. V. <laughs> Going to fucking aim for those behind decorative uh, gabion walls. An elderly neighbour sits centurion on his porch, watching Bob with surreptitious soupçon. Oh, shut the fuck up, Sean! <laughs> you fucking idiot! If Sean Penn was here right now, I'd just I'd look at him and just start crying. I'd want him to feel so deeply. I want him to feel the pain he's inflicted with this shit. Well, here we go. While the privileged patronise this pickle as epithet to the epigenetic inequality of equals, Bob smells a cyber-assisted assault emboldened by right-brained Hollywood narcissists. Oh, getting pretty close to home there, Sean. (laughs) I mean, Bob. And then this was added by Toby with, Oh, and... Mm -hmm. This is the last one. She begins to writhe, cackle and cough out her laughter uncontrollably, her eyes watering. <laughs> Stop. No, no. You you, you have to remain silent. Okay. Okay, because I, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to be able to make it through this. Okay. Otherwise, I'm going to have to stop. Just I've got my eyes closed. Imagine this appearing in the middle of all of the other extracts we've okay. had. Okay. When you're ready. She begins to writhe, cackle, and cough out her laughter uncontrollably. Her eyes watering, she nearly poos. <laughs> Bob spies what might be a dime-sized and expanding moisture blossom from her rear-end centre, signifying perhaps some minimal arse piss. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not broadcasting that that's not going in the show that is literal obscenity that is the worst thing that skill that he refined with penis density he is fucking fucked to the curb with that last compound word of hell why would you write that imagine imagine on one page Describing describing an old man is looking at you with surreptitiously surreptitious soupçon, and then on the next day having just let people she nearly fill it in in their own heads. She nearly that was. I didn't know he was going to say that, and by he I mean Declan, Bob, and Sean in reverse order. That's truly awful. I can't. um, I mean, I had a whole other thing to talk about, but I'm not. I just I'm not going to. Let's just go to Mark's email. Pretend this never happened. Do you have anything to summarise? No, you're right. Regret. <laughs> Mark has emailed Ready Player One. 
This is a callback. Oh, yeah. Isaac and Declan, I went to see Ready Player One. I'm not sure if you have as yet organised your work trip to see it. We haven't, but I've seen it. Anyway, it's a very different... That's the kind of betrayal story. you have to get used to. Yeah, it's, it's you know, regular, to mm. say the least. It's a very different telling of the story as compared to the book. The basic trajectory is the same, but the details are not. I enjoyed the film. Okay, it was not fantastic, and I doubt it would be considered classic. But The Shining recreation, I did think, was really well done. Agreed. Some parallels, here we go, to the Hill House sizzle reel. Oh! Well, the corridor part. Final thought here from Mark, which I think you'll enjoy. Isaac and Declan, the next Kubrick? Question mark? Wow. Wow. Yes. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but I think you could be on something. I am certain. Did we? Did you post this as a reel? Yes, yeah, on Patreon. Oh wow! We've had two, of course, we've yeah. had some of the people commenting on it. Kevin, I don't get Paul. those. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. What have they said? Get this off! <laughs> Unsobbing at once. <laughs> More short. What a bunch pen. of arses! Stop. That's a band. I'm not joking. It's like literally a band word from this podcast. You cannot say it. <laughs> I hope, I hope you're getting that I'm it's serious. the worst phrase of all time. On the topic of Ready Player One, yes, I did go to see it, and I was both uh, relieved and, I'll admit, mildly disappointed that I enjoyed it. It was, as Mark accurately says, it's not fantastic, but it was very, uh, you know, competent popcorn fodder. Mm. The Shining bit is really cool, if mental. Like, it's a very, very odd concept. Um if you're Ernest Klein, I think I said to you yesterday watching it, Ernest Klein, the author of Ready Player One, mm-hmm. who gets, I think, I think he wrote the first screenplay and then I think someone else, not not so much rewrote as like patted him on the Put head. Put it into the set bin. Him off, <laughs> hoped for the best. Um, if you were Ernest Klein watching it, you must feel at once very rich, but on the other hand, there must be a tiny bit of him that's like... Oh, well, I didn't like many of my ideas. <laughs> like, basically, it has the same concept, but everything that they could change has pretty much been changed. Hey, that, the, from from the minimal amount of the book that I've read, that Have you not got sounds yet? like probably a, a good A good thing. choice, yeah. No, well, yeah. you finish that, and then we'll go and read it, and we'll probably do a, an episode on the whole thing at some point, mm. just because it's a good, like, crucible yeah. around which to discuss more of this nonsense but thankfully less offensive and yeah and uh bodily yeah um on the subject of films i went to go and see isle of dogs dog island the new wes anderson which was very good yeah i was a bit the dogs did you yeah i was a bit trepidatious going in because i thought that it looked really nice but i didn't know whether the actual concept would hold Mm. up and be make for an enjoyable film but i was absolutely Proven wrong. Scream or Glean? Oh, whichever the good one is. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. We haven't chosen. No. So I'm going to give Ready Player One a Glean. And I think that speaks for itself. I don't think I need to explain why. I think Mm, it's obvious. Let's um, apologise again for this. For having... I feel like a a kind of burden for exposing you to Sean Penn. Because I didn't know it was going to... I don't think you knew it was getting that bad. No. And if you did, then you've got I a didn't. lot to answer for. I haven't actually read any of Toby's right. quotes. That I explains just... a lot. Because I think, in hindsight, I want to just go back to the beginning of the episode and put like uh, some alarms. Well, I'm thinking that we should pro- probably try and edit in a trigger warning or something. For every possible <laughs> yeah. thing you could dislike <laughs> or be affected by. Because Sean's mm. really... 
If you can say anything about him, he's covered all bases. He's screwed every fucking pooch every going. dog on the island. Yeah. All of those trash dogs. Um, yeah, let's let's wistfully end there. Let's all reflect on what we've yeah. been through together today and hope that, you know, it never happens again. And we don't have to read that book. I guess that's a good thing. Hmm. We know that it's there now. That's the service we provided. Like, Because if you were out maybe at an airport, say, and you were, you know, flicking through all these Dan Brown copies of the same story, Robert Langdon bangs his head and then Da Vinci's mum turns up with a helicopter. Oh, a code, covert or otherwise. And then, oh, what's that? Sean Penn, famous actor. Interesting. Might have, no, now you know Leave it be. If nothing else, this has been one big PSA and I think that should be reflected in the title, which should, if nothing else, serve to just ultimately discourage purchase, thought, interaction of any sort with Bob Honey, who do... Episode... Bob Honey who just do stuff yeah episode 75 don't buy Sean Penn's book but absolutely (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm I'm in and and don't should be in capitals oh absolutely Um, can't wait to see the artwork on that one it's going to be big don't worry about that I'm sure there's (laughs) almost too much copyright free Sean Penn material out there Uh, until episode 76 the Budapest Hefty Pulse special exactly another title to consider there if you're into the Mm. the old BHPs tell us how people can like Mark get in touch well, it turns out they can get in touch via the bloody Patreon without me knowing. <laughs> That'll go straight into if my you, secret yeah, if you comment. Wanna, if you want to send Isaac some secret <laughs> messages, just pump it onto the <laughs> Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash shame city. And if you do have uh, a couple of pennies that you can throw away, then it all goes to the good cause, which yeah. is uh, a <laughs> that Isaac won't tell me how much or little is currently in it. It's actually not. It just sits on the Patreon site where I'm sure they probably invest it in stuff like mm. tuppence. Probably we're paying for all kinds of railroads. Oh, through Africa. I hope so. Dams across the Nile? At the very least. Yeah. Um, I think that's what they say. (laughs) At the very least. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, head over to there, patreon.com slash shamecity if you can. All kinds of rewards. More episodes. Loads. Uh, Other other rewards. The Twitter. There's a Twitter. We've got a Twitter. The show show has a a, a Twitter. A big Twitter. At... That's a shame cast. Yeah, it's a great big Twitter. You can also find Isaac at Isaac BD Good or tweets. myself at Cynical Declan. Good retweets. Mm. Some <laughs> of the best. Um, what else do we got? We got an email. Oh, Send us an email. Guy. Tass at shame.city. T-A-S, that is. Yep, better believe it. Uh, or shame.city slash contact. Yeah. One of the many pages on the wonderful shame.city website. A real hub of shame. As constructed mm. by our own dear... Shame Meister General. Isaac Bermina Doyle. That's him. Bermina Doyle. <laughs> uh, of course, reviews are always appreciated. You can go to shame.city slash review or reviews, whichever you fancy. Probably review because it's shorter, hey? And you can pop in that uh, praise, let's be honest... Tell us why you don't That five-star praise. Yeah. Well, it goes without saying at this yes. point. I trust our listenership not to fuck the dog on that one. Mm. And last but not least, as enacted this week by our very own Noah, Superconte himself, who got in touch to say that he'd put 
word of mouth is best of mouth into practice and he told front. He did a, a Wommy Bomb IRL. Yeah, he's Wommy Bombed. Wommy and now he's waiting for the fallout. He's concerned. He said, we better watch out because if it comes back to bite him, we'll be first on the hook. Bloody hell. So if you're the person that Noah recommended, uh, sorry about this episode. Yeah. Sorry about all that arse piss. Next week, bringing back Hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted the hooked app today. No, I, I was scrolling through gone. my phone looking for storage savings. So I was like, I looked at it wishfully. Get rid of this like, horseshit. I was like, oh, simpler times. <laughs> Back before the show was just Sean Penn publicity. So yeah, tell a friend about the show. Uh, get them to skip this one if they're particularly offended by yeah. things that you quite reasonably ought to be. Yeah, should be. Um, other than that, we'll be back with a Budapest to UK special, really improving relations between our two mm. nation states. And until then, I've been Isaac, you've been... I've been Declan. And we'll see you in Europe. Bye, guys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Honey, just for me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. Necessities of life will come to you